0: Kenny and I are both socially distancing, but we thought we'd check in with each other about the state of the world and how, even in times of great distress, we turn to Madonna. Darling, I'll give you love if you, you turn the key.
1: This is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. Track two, two. on True Blue, Open Your Heart. <laughs>
0: My favorite Madonna song. Is it
1: of all time? Of all time. It is a, It is one of the most beautiful songs I think it's that she's favorite, ever recorded. It's my
0: favorite Madonna song. Tell I, me, I've been thinking tell me a lot more. about this for the last few, and I'm thinking, oh, but there are songs in the future. Open Your Heart will always be the, my favorite. This was the song that uh, I uh, fell in love with Madonna too. I heard it on the radio. I really loved it. I saw the video. The little boy in the video uh, was me. And when she took the, when she took the black headdress off on the video, I was like, Oh my God. And I was forever changed. I I felt it. I felt myself change.
1: Like how did you change?
0: I just, I, I think everything in my world up to that point had been very defined and very familiar because I was living in Northeast Ohio and I was 11 and, uh, there was all this stuff out there I didn't know about, and I wanted to know all of it. Mm. And that was the conduit into it. Because mm. I was the boy looking, at the, looking through the window, and yeah. you know, all of those things.
1: Yeah, I, I, I understand that. I remember when the video came out thinking it was provocative and sexy, and that I knew there was a message in it that I didn't understand. And that i wanted to understand yes.
0: and the song is a one-two yes. punch so you've had papa don't preach and then you get this This song, Madonna is the pursuer. She is going after the person that she's she's in love with. She's no longer uh, the desired one, the the, um, the 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 person. Which is ironic because in the video she is the the object of of desire. But she is going after. She's like, I'm gonna run and get you. And I love how empowering that is. She's she is imploring the person and not withholding, someone else is withholding their
1: love. I think you're right that so much of this album, almost everything in this album, is in her perfect... Like range, you know, Mm. and I think that goes back to Patrick Leonard, which I'm, I'm, who was her music director on the Virgin tour, and knows her voice better than anybody at this point because he's Mm. been thinking about it and listening to it in a really intense way, Yeah, yeah, making to give it its best sound, and he recognizes also what her powers are that he discovered live that hadn't been tapped in recording yet because no one knew what she could really do. You know what I'm saying?
0: And she wasn't on like a a forced date because um, she she knows her producers here and she feels safe. So she's going for it too.
1: Right, right. You get the sense with this album that she, it wasn't like with, I think with like A Virgin, they said, here are producers you can work with. And she said, oh, Nile Rodgers. I love Nile Rodgers. I want to work with him. And this was more like she brought... Patrick Leonard in and said, I'm working with him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, but yeah, I think the song itself, I mean, that, 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 what would you sound would you say that is that bum, 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 bum? Is that like a bell?
0: I think it's a synth. A synth. It's some kind of uh, uh, coded synth.
1: But that riff is like for me, so every time I hear it, I just kind of stop. Yeah. And the same with the the bass line, which is like really driving and really poppy, you know, kind of pop dancey, like it's really, it really drives the song. It keeps the song moving and it makes me feel like kind of moving with it or singing along with it for sure.
0: The urgency of the song and and, and it's almost like Madonna, everyone has to get out of her way. And uh, the all of it is it's basically four musicians and Madonna that that da, 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 that's keyboards that Pat Leonard wrote, that riff. that's mm-hmm. that's Pat Leonard doing keyboards. And uh, Madonna does all the backing vocals, which are awesome on this they song. Are. There's all these kinds of like murmurs and ooze. Oh and- yeah,
1: back to your your you had said earlier about all the times where she makes like, um, like yeah. sounds that aren't words are so beautiful. And the they song. just are
0: kind of dropped in in the moments like they're almost like a response to the lyric. Totally. Like she'll sing a line and then she'll be like mm, and it's and it's it fills in the space and yet it doesn't sound exactly like her. Right. right. It's very subtle, very cool. It gives the song a lot of texture. yeah Think that you're to
1: I was going to say it feels like many tracks like she recorded the vocals and then they went back and she she was like i want to just i want to make these sounds over it do you know what i'm saying um it's so beautiful and it is like another but it is also in her wheelhouse of like um a song like i'm going to make you love me song yeah you know what i'm saying like you will open your heart to me i hold the lock i hold the lock and you hold the key i'm you will you will it will happen yes you know yes um one is such a lonely number.
0: Oh, I mean, there's so much in this song that is just awesome, um, and the video the the video is a, a kind of mini movie. Yeah, there's that um, the owner at the end who chases the 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 two of them out again. There's multiple Madonnas. She's both the kind of. Uh, look-alike boy urchin at the end. At the end. Who's that's her real away. person. Yeah, that's, real, that's Madonna right. without all the makeup and the right. stripper. Um, and then there's the stripper. and But the stripper has two personalities. The stripper does have two personalities. I mean, it's this weird, and, and there was a lot of controversy around this video at the time, and uh, now it seems so innocent and sweet.
1: Yeah, it does. It does. This is also the first video she made with uh, Jean-Baptiste. Medina, yeah. Yep. And so that sets up a long video relationship, at least for the next ten years or so, if not longer. And
0: I think you know it's 1986, and MTV is here to stay. So there really is everybody's now on the video bandwagon, and Madonna's at the front of that. And so I think she had she had kind of said, "Okay, I'm at the top of the heap. What can I do with that? And how totally. can I stretch the how can I stretch the um, the form?" with this classic pop song that I've made. Yep.
1: This is also, interestingly enough, I think, the fourth single on the album. So, which
0: blows my mind.
1: Right? So that it was really like, it's deep into the ex- the experience of this album, meaning like the album had been out for quite a while when this song came out.
0: It's like late 86 or so. Yeah. It's like October,
1: November. And there's still a fifth single to come out. <sighs> I mean- the 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 you know that I have like a a whole like my heart races for that time where like an album had five singles maybe there are albums now and we're just not like keyed into the youth.
0: I miss that too. Yeah. Um. I asked for this cassette for my birthday mm-hmm. in uh 1986,
1: and I got it. Oh, nice. Along
0: with uh the first Madonna album and the um. What else did I get? I got something else. I did not get like a virgin because Madonna mm. is in underwear in that one, um, and uh, it really was. I I listened to this record nonstop for three years, mm. nonstop, and "Open Your Heart" was the was the key.
1: My favorite version that she's done live is the M D N A version. Only,
0: only I think the third. Oh, right. Because she just did the Who's
1: That it. Girl, Blind Ambition, yeah. and then. She opened Indiana. the Who's
0: That Girl tour with it and um, pretty much doing it similarly to the video. Right. And then she did it as the second song on Blind Ambition, a duet with, with the dancer, one of the right. dancers. And then than MDNA and it had been a long time at yes. that point and we all I mean it's it's probably one of the longest stretches between really big hit songs that she's gone yeah. without doing yeah. it.
1: Yeah. But the way she did it in that just broke down all it just revealed all the beauty of the song. You yeah. know, it just really let you hear how yearning and gorgeous the chord progressions are and the the lyrics are gorgeous. It's just a beautiful song.
0: doing to uh, kind of uh, keep yourself sane and healthy and well during this time part of what um, is so uh, strange is um, the the kind of isolation of everybody, but at the same time the con- the threads of connection that are happening via you know social media, via online, via you know video. There's all kinds of videos. I've never worked out more to more video footage than ever before, um, and I kind of like how kind of old school and bare bones it is. It's we're all going back to basics in a lot of ways. For me. I've been listening a lot to Like a Prayer, um, as I always do in times of questioning and confusion.
1: That's interesting. I haven't really listened to Like a Prayer, but I will. Um, Mostly, I've been listening to Ray of Light, in particular the first half of the album, and Rebel Heart, which um, feels really resonant right now. Of course, Ghost Town, but also Living for Love, which feels like a greater anthem now than it did when it first came out. And personally, like, that's all I'm living on right now is love. And I speak for both Mark and I when I say we're sending you all all of our love. We'll see you next time.